Masterpiece Women. Welcome back to this segment of the Masterpiece Women podcast. My name is Tina Raines, RN, and I'm the founder of Masterpiece Women. I'm an entrepreneur, a coach, and my passion, though, is to really help women build business God's way, to really impact the marketplace for Christ. That is our heartbeat at Masterpiece Women. So we try to bring on some really great women to add value to you. So many of you are entrepreneurs. And so today we are super blessed to have Kathleen Kruger today. She's an author. She's a businesswoman. And I want her to tell her story because it's very impactful. So thank you for joining us today. Good to be with you, Tina. Kathleen, we're super excited. So uh, let's just start with how did you get started in the industry? I love your story and uh, just share it with the women. I think it's very inspiring. All right. Thanks. Um, So I was in my 50s and um, had been working as a bookkeeper in the construction industry for about 30 years. And um, I'd always wanted more flexibility with my time um, to be able to, you know, work from home, work from anywhere. Um, and this was 12 years ago. That was there wasn't a whole lot of options for that. Um, but uh, at that time in my life, I had started doing some writing of poetry, which I'd never done before. And um, as a part of that, a friend, another writer, connected me with a group of writers online that were sharing their writing online. And as I did that, I noticed that some of them were trying to make money off of their writing online. They weren't doing, making a whole lot, but they were generating a little bit of extra money. And I thought, well, somebody must be writing all these words on the internet. I wonder how that works. And I just started researching, looking for how do, how do people get jobs writing the content that's online on the internet. And I found um, a couple of sites that where you, where people were looking for writers and you could submit bids for different projects. And so I set up a profile, um, applied for a couple projects. And within a month, I got one um, writing articles for a newsletter. It it paid actually very well for that time frame. It was $75 for an article. Um, and that got me excited. <laughs> I was like, this could work. And so I started talking to some of the other writers and I'm like, do you think I could really make a full-time living at this? Well, none of them were doing that. So they were really um, weren't sure. And I'm like, well, I might as well give it a shot. And so I, I started doing more research, learning more about content writing, freelance writing, uh, what people charge, what types of projects were out there, and continuing to apply for work. And um, I was 53 at the time, and I gave myself a year. I said, let's see if I could replace my income, which was 
close to full-time, but still just a part-time job um, with um, writing instead of numbers. And um, actually about uh, six months later, uh, my hours decreased at work. So I had even more time to commit to that. And it was actually only 11 months before I had enough freelance work to quit my job as a bookkeeper and do freelance writing full time. I can't hear you, Tina. So sorry, I muted myself. So <laughs> I don't know how I did that. But so podcasts wouldn't work very well if you're muted, right? So <laughs> Kathleen, you know what I love about that is that that persistence, that perseverance. I think oftentimes people have an idea. They want to do a side income, whether it's freelancing or in direct sales or any other type of a side business. And they do it for a month or two and they don't make a lot of money and then they give up. And I love what you shared. It was 11 months before you were really able to, to leave your other job. That's a whole year. Most people don't last a month or two doing a side gig. Mm -hmm. And so your persistence, your, your vision of what you wanted to have that goal of being able to have the freedom to work from home, have the freedom. We were laughing about it today. I will share. We're doing a podcast from my <laughs> grandson's bedroom, ladies. You can do <laughs> it. You can just do it. You just have to go. Yes. You have to be persistent and every single day work on it. So that's yeah. just, to me, that's so encouraging. So share the name of your, of your um, book, because I love it. It's going to be the title of our podcast today. Okay. Uh, the book that I just released last year is called Hey Freelancer, Go Clone Yourself. Go Clone Yourself. The, yeah. Yeah. Go Clone Yourself, because that tells kind of the rest of the story of uh, what happened after I became a freelance writer, got my own uh, ability to work from home or anywhere and uh, bring in the income. Uh, God had bigger plans than I had. <laughs> we tend to focus just on ourselves and what we want, um, but his vision is always bigger than that. Amen, girlfriend. So <laughs> tell him what happened. Tell him the rest of the story because it's pretty powerful. Okay. So what happened was that I found out actually within a month after I began um, that I was getting clients coming back and repeat. And um, there were weeks where I had um, way more hours to work <laughs> than I wanted to. And, um, but I didn't want to turn clients away. So, um, because I knew this would go up and down and every week wasn't like that. So I called on some of the writers that I had met online and asked if um, anyone would be willing to take on a few projects here and there to help me with the, the times when I had more work than I could do. And sure, that was easy to find. Um, uh, several of the writers, most of the writers actually were better writers than I was. So uh, I felt very confident um, turning work over to them. And so um, what I wasn't expecting was that that never changed. <laughs> um, it wasn't a temporary thing. A year later, I had um, probably a half a dozen writers 
working with me, helping me meet the need, the demands of my growing client list. And um, I had to stop and reevaluate because I was spending so much time just managing assignments um, and not just writing. So uh, that was God's plan um, to actually help a lot of other writers who had never uh, expected to be able to make a living off their writing were starting to do that. And I love um, that. And you you had exciting. you said the key. I want to I want to stop you right there yep. and hold on to that thought that you said, Kathleen. You said God had bigger plans, and it wasn't about yourself. And that's the key, right? The key is mm -hmm. when we make it about other people, then God yes. can use it in such incredible ways. Yes, yes, and absolutely. Love that. And and I I was thrilled to do that. I mean, I was excited at what the opportunity that I've been given to work uh, from home and work remotely and bring in an income. And um, so I, I just really encourage the other writers, you can do this. And um, several, you know, started with just working for me and um, then learning where I was finding jobs and how to do that. And, you know, I, I just shared that information. Um, I actually wrote, because I was spending so much time telling people how I was do this. I did actually write a book right at the beginning also that was, this is how it happened. This is how I did it. This is where I look for work. This is, you know, how to write a proposal and all of those things. Um, and so that was my first book, actually, the fast track to freelance writing online. <laughs> That's so um, inspirational. So a question that I just thought of, Kathleen, in regards to that, how has AI affected freelancing? Um, it is affecting it some right now. Um, it's hard to say how that, where that's all going. Um, we have had some clients that say, still say, you know, we're not going to accept AI writing. Um, but we have others saying we're okay with you using it as long as you still meet the same parameters of quality writing um, and no duplicate content or plagiarism happening, which you can't. Um, it's not automatically guaranteed with using AI. They, they may be pulling stuff from other places. Um, I have used it some and... Um, used it for my benefit. And that's what I, I tell other freelancers is, you know, uh, because I've, I've been in it for 12 years, I've seen technology continue to change. And what you do is you find out how to adapt and how to use that technology for your benefit. I love that. Yeah, I think when I've, I have a lot of friends who are in the writing world and they're also coaches and they are scared of AI and how it's taking away their business. But I do believe there's a big opportunity to use it to our advantage versus being fearful of it versus, I mean, I know right. for myself, it saved me so much time because I'll write something, it's my writing. And then I just put it in there and say, hey, 
can you very can you like um improve it make it sound better and so it takes my writing and just makes it sound better so um or puts a twist on it or puts a fact in there um so i do feel like it's a a great opportunity to you know um use it as a great tool so right yeah i've used it for generating um an outline uh generating a, a group of different titles you know there's a lot of different ways that you can use it for your own benefit i agree i agree um so let's talk a little bit about you know some of the key questions um some of the key, key questions that we like to share on masterpiece women is a practical which i think you've already added such great value of the persistence and uh, really sticking to it and you know thinking about what does god want for me how can i help others because when you think that way i believe that the lord blesses it but what was that one thing that someone said to you when you launched out to do your own business that was like that best piece of advice that you took that um, you'd want to share with the women that might help them um, have the result that you had okay um I guess it, it was really not looking at other writers as competition. And and I never did that, you know. Um and and I found for the writing world um in general uh it's a very um community oriented, very uh we're all on the same team. Um some of the um like my first into into writing for magazines was another writer says oh i write for this magazine i have the editor's email i'll give that to you and this is what you need to say this is what they'll expect you know so i got a lot of that from other writers other freelancers um never look at them as your competition share your information uh, freely and people will do the same for you and um, there's enough work out there for everybody. <laughs> I love that. That's, that's one of our models with Masterpiece way. Women. So we have monthly luncheons. We also have a retreat, which our retreats coming up at um, Hutchinson Island, November 3rd to the 5th. Just saying, ladies, if you haven't registered, registration is going to close soon. We have very limited spots left. But our one of our primary words we say is always collaboration no competition because mm -hmm. and i know it's interesting i posted that today specifically let's cheer each other on let's yeah. celebrate each other's successes and let's help each other versus feeling like we have a competition and i just started this direct sales company in the fall helped launch it and i'm just blown away by the people who are so cutthroat and so they just want oh. to, you know, tear everybody else down and we're, our products are better. My, I'm like, guys, there's tons of great products. There's tons of great companies. Yeah. Let's celebrate each other. Let's help each yeah. other. Let's learn yes. from each other, not yeah. hurt each other. I just, I think we have so much of that in this world. And so I love that piece of advice, Kathleen, because if everybody started being other centered as leaders, God's called us to yes. be servant yes. leaders. Yeah. And for serving people, it's not about I, 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 I. It's about, mm -hmm. okay, how do we serve? How do we mm -hmm. love? How do we 
listen? How do we care for people? How do we have more compassion, right. more grace, right? And right. God blesses all of that. And ultimately, people yeah. want to work with people they admire, people they trust, and that they like. So if you are being that person, they're going to gravitate, just like what you described your business. If you had not had that sense of collaboration, that sense of, let me help you, you mm -hmm. help me, we help each other, let's have right. this community and serve each other, you may not have had the great success that you had. And so that's a, a huge point, ladies that are listening today. Don't see your sisters as your competition. Right. Or, right. And I'm sure you saw this too, Kathleen, with people that had great success, the comparison issue, whether yeah. competition or comparison of other successes, let's celebrate yeah. each other, right? The other thing that I found, um, what God was doing behind the scenes was connecting me with clients like that. Um, I learned so much from my clients about um, how to improve my writing. Um, they were sharing that with me um, because they found that I really did care about their companies and I did want to do quality work. And one of my clients, um, it was an interesting thing in my first year, but he said this, he said, you're not the best writer I've ever worked with, but you're the most reliable. And reliability is more important to me. I can help you do better on your writing for what I need, but I can't teach you reliability and character. So character is really important. I love that. Oh, that's huge because oftentimes, and I know I, I've taught in Masterpiece Women, we do our membership and we, we've talked, we've taught women how to build their own memberships. We've taught them how to build online businesses, et cetera. And we have some programs in our Masterpiece. And one of the things that we often say to them is, you're the, you don't have to know it all. Like, and yeah. oftentimes that is the paralysis, right? Kathleen is that people that may not have perfected whatever they're trying to build. They don't know enough. They don't, what have right. you. You don't have to be an expert because really an expert is just what the person ahead of you, you know, you you just yeah. have one step ahead of the person behind yeah. you. <laughs> so, right. but oftentimes that holds people back. So I love that. The fact that you were reliable, you had the integrity, you had those traits, character traits that are so valuable for us to have in the marketplace. And again, it pays dividends, right? So yes, that's another great example of how important it is to be Christ-like in every aspect, especially yeah. our business when we're dealing mm -hmm. with, we don't know who we're dealing with, Christian, non-Christian. And right. it's important for us to have the, those um, character traits out in the marketplace if we're going to impact people for the Lord. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he blesses it. I love that. So one of our other questions that we always ask is let's talk about something when you got started. It's not always easy to start a business. You have their ups, your downs, your failures, your successes. Share a failure that was uh, when you started your business that was really impactful, that was probably the most valuable learning experience you had when you were when you were launching your business. Um. I would say it was probably 
that point when a year later I'm like all of a sudden okay this has turned into something different than what I planned and I was spending all this time managing and I looked at my numbers important to look at your numbers um and I you're a numbers girl <laughs> yeah yeah um and even if you're not if you're a business owner you need to become one um yes that I wasn't making any more my business was making a lot more money but I wasn't making a lot more money because I was paying so much out to my subcontractors and so that's where I said okay this has has to change I was initially just you're just helping me out so I'm just taking a small percentage um so I I um got advice from a couple different people who had had businesses before or did at the time and I'm like what do I do and so um they it, what they encouraged me was it's important that your business remain profitable <laughs> for you in order to continue to give work to them so you need to change you know what you're paying them reevaluate find something that's fair for both of you and readjust and um, that way you'll continue to grow in income as your business grows in income and um, I did that. I found what was fair, where the writers were. That's that's good. That's fine. Because I don't have to look for work. You're doing the one looking for work. And uh, so that was. It's really important that your your business is being profitable to continue on. Absolutely, and I I've seen that over and over. And I've seen it. You know, even in I have friends that are doctors. And one of my girlfriends is a doctor. She has an, a practice and she brought on two more doctors and all this other staff. And when she looked at her numbers, she's like, but I'm not making any more money, you know? And it just doesn't make a lot of sense when your numbers are not adding up, but suddenly you have this big business, but your take home is about the same. Well, but you have all this stress and, you know, yeah. so we talk about mm -hmm. it. Multiplication is good, but make sure that the margins are going up as well. Right. Otherwise, right. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yes, I I feel you. <laughs> That's an important one, and yeah. it's easy to get caught up in the day to day and not pay attention to that. And suddenly, if you're like, yeah. oh wait a minute, you know, six months, nine months into it. So, I was always a firm believer when I owned the healthcare staffing business, my most valued person was you, was my bookkeeper, my CFO. <laughs> like I'm That's a important. visionary, I can build all day long but I needed somebody that was looking at those numbers constantly. And so when I went into, you know, solopreneurship, that was a weakness. It was a huge weakness for me because I was so used to having a personal assistant that pulled reports every day. I was so used to having a CFO and suddenly I don't. And my husband's like, honey, if you, you're spending a lot of money, you know, I'm like, I am, you know, cause I just, it starts calculating mm -hmm. up pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. So I was spending more on VAs and social media than I was bringing in. And you have to sometimes, you know, spend money to make money, but right. after a while, you got to figure out the balancing act of it, right? Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's so important. Yeah. So authenticity is our other pillar. We talked a little bit about it um, as well earlier is 
you being authentic and you sharing this failures, we, the reason we like to share the failures on our podcast is because we really believe that people learn so much more from our failures than we do from our successes. And oftentimes, unfortunately, it's the failures that hold people back. They fail and they just give up. And so ladies, if you've struggled because you've made mistakes, you've had failures, one failure, two failures, it doesn't matter. We've all done it. So I want to encourage you yeah. today, make sure that you just, God says, Philippians 1, 6, right? I'm going to complete the good work I began in you. Yes. Well, I believe yes. that's, he means that for every aspect of our mm -hmm. lives, even our business, like he's going to continue the good work just because we have a failure. Yes doesn't yeah. define who we are. It's a growing opportunity. You learn yeah. from it. It's the best, best, best um, learning experiences, right? Because I bet Kathleen, you Absolutely. look at your numbers all the time now. Yes. <laughs> so, well, yes. No, well, you did when you owned the business, right? Yeah. So, well, I, I still own the business. I'm just not writing in it anymore. <laughs> oh, that's even better, right? Yeah. You yeah, just, it is. That's the goal is having that, that sustainability and the yes. constant revenue coming in without having to do all the work. That's the goal we all have. Right. So absolutely. Excellent. So talk to me a little bit about authenticity. Has that been a big thing in your leadership? How has it affected your leadership? What can you say about authenticity in your life and your role as a leader? Um, that's something that I feel like, um, I've really grown in over the years and um, and that God has been, been, been teaching me the value in that. And um, that, you know, part of it is not being afraid to ask questions or, you know, with my clients, um, not being afraid to challenge when uh, they're heading in a direction that I see is, is maybe not, not um, uh, the right direction or the most profitable direction, I'll say for them. And sometimes it's just because they don't know. They don't understand some of the things that I understand. You know, they, they, for instance, with writing, they may say, well, I want it to look like this and, and say this. And I'm like, well, what is the writing for? And um, understanding that there's SEO, you know, that Google, <laughs> you're writing for Google as well as for people, and we can mesh those together. Um, and learning how that works. Um, uh, being able to um, just talk as a friend uh, to a business owner and uh, draw out some of those um, things that are deeper behind the business than um, they may even realize. Um, so just, you know, being myself and, and not just the writer or whatever, but when, when, if you genuinely care about your clients, about your employees or subcontractors, um, everything just flows better that way. I love it. I love it. Well, Kathleen, you have been a great, great um, speaker on our podcast. You've got a wealth of knowledge. I love your entrepreneurship. I love your heart. 
of just serving people, helping people and doing it God's way, which is what we're here for, right? So thank you, yes. Kathleen, for joining us today. And we would love to have you back sometime. And um, I want to keep in touch and learn more as you continue to build your business. And we'd love to hear, hear a from you again so okay. ladies if you're a writer get with kathleen we're gonna have all of her information <laughs> down below um and don't forget about our retreat so again it's the registration is going to close very soon we have limited spots available november 3rd to the 5th at hutchinson island florida at the marriott resort so it's going to be phenomenal we have incredible speakers we have uh, Priya Ramsuran, we have Danielle Mioli, we have Joyce Romack, and I will also be sharing as well at the retreat. So in it, we're going to dive deep into our purpose. And it's our retreats, for those of you who haven't attended or not the average retreats, they are very different. It's not a fire hose of all this content, content. It's very interactive and there's tons of downtime to spend with God and just really retreat because most of the women that come to our retreats are very busy entrepreneurs. They need a rest. They need to just really relax and have community with other like-minded women. And so we have plenty of time for that as well. Every afternoon, there's several hours of break just to be able to just relax and enjoy the pool or the beach or the golf course or whatever you like. So don't forget to register today, masterpiecewomen.org. And Kathleen, thank you again for being with us. And we look forward to staying in touch with you. All right. Thanks, Tina. It's been great. Thank you. Have a great, great day.